Hello, Brewer fans. Welcome back to the Bleeding Blue and Yellow podcast. I'm your host, Peter Go. David, alongside today on a bonus episode. Uh, huge news, really. I mean, I'd say it's a pretty big trade for the Brewers. Uh, kind of shocked the baseball world, in my opinion. I think it's very early to make a trade. Uh, as I'm sure many of you have heard, Brewers sending two young, uh, potentially, um, you could call them still prospects in the bullpen, J.P. Fireisen and Drew Rasmussen over the Tampa Bay Rays for Willie Adames and Trevor Richards. Um, this coming out late afternoon here, uh, Dave and I are recording this on the 21st here late at night, um, this coming out to you on the 22nd. Really pretty big news for the Brewers. Um, bigger, I would say bigger trade than, of course, Orlando RCS. So the br- biggest trade the Brewers have made um, in recent memory here. And Stern's acting early here, early in the season, as the Brewers continue to scuffle, uh, starting the week so far 0-3, uh, and continue to struggle. So, David, right away, what are your initial reactions from this trade uh, for the Brewers? Yeah, initially I was shocked, I would say. Um, I was not expecting anything. I know the past couple episodes I've talked about some trade candidates, uh, but I was more thinking about somebody that they might add in a trade, say, late June into July, not somebody already as soon as uh, mid towards the end of May. Uh, This is a pretty early trade, and even up to this point, how many trades have we seen across the league? Orlando Arcia trade, that might even be the most prominent trade across the league up to this point. This one surely eclipsing that trade, so I'd say shocked was my first reaction, and that it's a little bit gutsy by Stearns and Matt Arnold, Arnold dealing with his former team, Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, I think gutsy is a good way to sum it up. It, it is, because anytime you make a trade, um, of course, you're subject to scrutiny. Um, fans are always going to look back at, as on the what if we didn't make that move. I mean, we've talked about this with the Padres trade, of course, uh, with Trent Grisham and, and Davies um, for, for what has been definitely a loss of a trade for the Brewers in that regard. So you're always going to face potential scrutiny anytime you make a trade, but to make a trade this early and to make a trade that involves two young arms who have pretty good potential. And one of which has, uh, has really shown that uh, really throughout this entire year, I know he struggled a little bit in in fire rising, but he's been, you know, the guy to go to in the seventh inning. And besides a couple of recent struggles um, has looked like a top reliever, you know, at least a top middle reliever in all of baseball. So like you said, very gutsy uh, trade by Stearns and and Matt Arnold uh, by, you know, surprising both Brewers fans and all of major league baseball fans. So before we fully dive into how this is going to impact the Brewers, let's just take a, take a few minutes here to break down uh, who the Brewers are going to be receiving in this trade with that primary piece billing being Willie uh, Adames from the Tampa Bay Rays. Adames uh, initially signed with the Tigers in 2012 as an international free agent and spent a couple of years there before being traded in the middle of 2014 to the Rays and actually the David Price trade. Uh, So Adames has spent most of his years uh, professional career with Tampa Bay, making his debut in 2018, uh, but really fully getting into that starting shortstop role in 2019, played 152 games that year, had a very solid year, posted a 385 500 983 slash line uh, looked pretty good in 2019 and had very good potential. He was a top 25 MLB prospect and was the Rays number one overall prospect for three years as well. So uh, he's a shortstop with good offensive potential, a very good defender as well. So that helps the Brewers uh, add some depth at third base, give them more options defensively as well, potentially moving Urias to third and giving Shaw some time at first base. 
which also frees up the, the ability to uh, either have Vogelbach back off, off the bench or even potentially move on uh, from, from one of our, our favorites, Dan Vogelbach. But again, Willie Adames, very good defender, a pretty good offensive potential, uh, had an OPS plus above 100, uh, both in 2018 and 2020. He was right around there in 2019. Had a bit of a down year in 2020, uh, but again, excuse me, he's had a bit of a down year in 2021, uh, off to a little bit of a slower start. But again, still early in the season, still a young player with a lot of potential and kind of a guy that in some ways uh, reminds me of Luis Rios in that a former top prospect middle infielder with potential uh, at shortstop. So certainly, again, gutsy, gutsy trade by the Brewers. We'll see what Adames can do and what kind of depth he can add to the Brewers infield as they try to find some answers here uh, as they continue to slide. So David, can you break it down a little bit? Uh, the other piece in the trade, the smaller of the two, but uh, still an important piece nonetheless in Trevor Richards. Yeah, Trevor Richards uh, primarily re relies on a combination of his forcing fastball and his changeup. Has a throw some curveballs as well, uh, but it's really that changeup is the outpitch for him. Uh, he's got an excellent changeup, really dating back to his days. Um, back when he was with the Marlins, he was traded to the Rays, I think, a couple of years ago. Uh, this year he is in the area at four and a half. He's allowed six runs in 12 innings, but he has struck out 16 batters in 12 innings. Uh, so that's been pretty good. I think he really slots in as a multi-inning reliever, kind of similar to the role that we've seen Trevor, excuse me, that we've seen Drew Rasmussen um, have to this point. Of course, Brewers losing Rasmussen, and it seems logical that maybe Richards would take that role. Uh, but that's that's where he's been this year. Um, he was a starter earlier in his career with the Marlins back 2018-19, and then more of a swingman with the Rays uh, as of late, uh, primarily in the bullpen, but with some more multi-inning appearances. I think that's really where uh, we'll see the Brewers use him uh, going forward. He still is relatively young. I mean, he's 28, uh, and he's under team control for a few more years, as is Adamas. Uh, so Brewers not only looking to 2021, but also looking to shore up the ball club for future years uh, with this addition of both Richards and Adamas. Yeah, I think there's potential certainly from, from both Adamas and Richards. Uh, the greater potential likely coming from Adames. Uh, but like you said, I think Richard pretty logically uh, fits into what we expected Drew Rasmussen to play in that uh, multi-inning role in the bullpen. And hopefully he can settle in there, uh, lower that ERA a little bit, and, and be a consistent arm out of the bullpen for the Brewers. But let's talk about Drew Rasmussen and J.P. Fireisen. Uh, Fireisen, like I mentioned at the start of the podcast, has been one of the Brewers' better relievers this year. Uh, Rasmussen, of course, also had pretty high expectations, I believe, as well for this year after his uh, time last year with the Brewers. So what do you see as the loss for the Brewers in Rasmussen and Fire Eisen in this trade? Well, certainly they lost two uh, dependable and pretty solid bullpen arms who still have some upside going forward. It's not like we're talking about losing a veteran like Brad Boxberger. These are both guys who you have pretty high hopes for them in the future, especially with the way Fire Eisen has been throwing the ball this year. Uh, he's really looked better uh, than he has in the past. So certainly it is a little bit disappointing uh, to see both of them go. But at the same time, the Brewers have really been able to develop pitching well, especially since Stearns took over. You think about Woodruff, Burns, Peralta, of course, but even Hauser, Hayter, um, of course, Rasmussen and uh, Fire Eisen to degree, but also Suter, 
um, as a, a multi-inning reliever. The Brewers have developed a lot of these guys. I think the Brewers believe that they'll be able to develop more of them, and relievers really don't have that high of a cost of the trade deadline, especially if you're looking at you know just kind of solid middle relievers, which is really what the Brewers would be replacing with these two arms. So in that case, I think that these are definitely replaceable guys that they do hold a lot of value. I think the Rays really like these guys, uh, but at the same time, I don't think that we're uh, we're losing guys that the Brewers will really struggle to fill the hole of. Yeah, I agree. There's certainly upside with FireEyes and Rasmussen, but at the end of the day, uh, it seems like the Brewers sort of realize that it's, it's easier to replace a reliever than I, I think any other position. And uh, I'm going to expose your trade here uh, out to the podcast listeners, but uh, you, uh, you're trying to do the same uh, channel, your inner Stearns and Arnold in uh, making a trade on our joint fantasy team, trading away Josh Hader uh, for Marcelo Zuna, which I, I feel as though you kind of had the same uh, thought process on, although Josh Hader is one of the best relievers in baseball, the reality is you can replace relievers much easier than you can a big bat like Ozuna. And so I think the Brewers are really looking at it in the same way. And certainly Fireisen and Rasmussen will both be missed. It felt like Fireisen was pitching three out of four games. He had let the team so far out of the pen with 21 games and already 19 and a third innings. Like I said, overall had a pretty strong showing, a few shaky outings, uh, primarily as of late. But for the most part, he had been really solid. And of course, Rasmussen as well, uh, making 15 appearances uh, through this early 2021 20, season as well. So uh, we kind of took a look at, you know, who, who Trevor Richards are, is Willie Adames, uh, what kind of impact we could expect them to make on the Brewers, and then the Brewers lost between uh, Drew Rasmussen and J.P. Fireisen. What do you see as, as a net result of the trade for the Brewers? Was this a good trade for the Brewers? Of course, this will be seen uh, in the future, but based on your take, what are your thoughts on whether this trade was a win for the Brewers? I think immediately in the near future, uh, especially I think um, over the next few weeks or maybe even month or two, it's actually a slight loss because uh, replacing two arms immediately uh, is a little bit difficult. I, I know I mentioned them being kind of replaceable. I think they're more replaceable when you look uh, beyond the trading deadline, uh, maybe Brewers adding some bullpen arms, maybe in June or July, uh, but probably not for at least a couple more weeks. Justin Topa is still a couple months away from returning. Um, maybe Bobby Wall will come back, but I don't know if you can depend on him. We just saw Josh Lindblom have another bad outing. Can they really rely on Lindblom either? I'm not really sure at this point. So the bullpen's looking a little bit thin and hopefully Richards can help that a little bit. Uh, so I think immediately it might be a little bit of a loss. I do think having Willie Adamas is a pretty good addition. Uh, we are looking at, yeah, like you said earlier, the guy who was the centerpiece really of the David Price trade, uh, the return to Tampa Bay. So we're not talking about some guy that was just a, an okay prospect or thought maybe he'd be an okay everyday player. No, this guy is supposed to be pretty good, and he really has been pretty good in his young major league career. Uh, you had mentioned that he had some solid years with the bat. Um, and even just looking at his scouting report as he was coming up, projected to be a, a considerably above average hitter, both for contact and power, a pretty good fielder also. Uh, at the shortstop position, that's a pretty good player. And I can't say that he's disappointed. I think he'll kind of settle into that uh, average to above average everyday regular, uh, which holds a lot of value. I think that shoring up that shortstop position would be extremely important. The Brewers really haven't had that since maybe the year that Segura was 
the starter in 2013. Yeah. Uh, so I think that that will be, uh, I think, a pretty big upgrade uh, to see with Adames. And something that we're really not used to. RC, of course, extremely inconsistent over the last few years. Uh, Urias, I mean, he's only had a couple months, so it's too early to tell, I'd say. But it, I don't know if I'd say it's been a revolving door. It's just been consistently pretty bad at shortstop. And I think that's really where the upgrade is to be had. Uh, so I think that's what kind of pushes it to uh, pretty close. I think maybe long-term, maybe Brewers slightly have the edge, but short-term, maybe Rays have uh, the slight edge uh, as far as a, a net win-loss. Yeah, it's a unique a unique trade in two major league players for two major league players. Nowadays, we don't see that very often. We've touched on this before, uh, but it, it really is not very common to just see a major league team give up two of their active players currently making a lot of appearances for two other guys who are making appearances on the other team. We just don't see that very often. A lot of times now it's one more lopsided on in the fact that one's giving up major league talent for potential minor league prospects. So it is interesting to see how this will play out. Like you said, it, I mean, the Rays are still looking to contend too. So it's not as if the Rays are, are looking to sell. Clearly the Brewers saw something in Adames and Richards uh, again, clearly the Rays see the value in Fire Eyes and Rasmussen. I'd want to add them to the bullpen. So, like I said, we'll see how this all shakes out both this year, but also going forward. Because, like you said, Adames, you know, you never know what kind of uh, what, what, what kind of what, what kind of performance we'll see from him both this year and going forward. But on the upside, we could see Adames being an everyday starter at shortstop for the foreseeable future. And certainly, if that's the case, Brewers win out on this trade. Uh, so a lot of potential for the Brewers in Adames. I am excited to see how he fits in as a Brewer, how Council decides to move some guys around, because like I mentioned, Brewers really been struggling over at first base. Keston here, of course, been a non-factor uh, vocal back, also having a very uh, poor year so far. So this allows the Brewers to uh, move some guys around, like I mentioned, potentially moving Urias to third and shot first. Any other thoughts as far as uh, what kind of positioning the Brewers could have or uh, value that Adames provides in the depth perspective. I do think that he brings another good middle infield option. It might spell the end of uh, Daniel Robertson, um, but it also might spell the end of Daniel Vogelbach. And neither of them really performed well. And I don't think really either of them hold that much upside. So I don't think that the Brewers would be losing a lot. And maybe it is the right time to move on from one or both of them. And I do think that if you do slide your Rios to third, at least some of the time and Shaw over at first, you do improve the defense considerably. I think your Rios would fit in nicely at third. He was pretty good defensively at third last year. Shaw is a, a very good defensive first baseman, something we clearly haven't seen with Vogelbach. So I think that that would uh, significantly improve the defense. One thing that I was also looking at, uh, as I saw Adamus hitting stats is really the key for him. It seems like at the plate is cutting down on the strikeouts. Uh, both this year and last year, he uh, has been striking out all over a third of the time, which is pretty high. Um, you're not really going to be very successful if you're doing that without hitting for some major power and taking a lot of walks. Uh, he did have some better years earlier in his career, 2018, 2019, really the last time he played full seasons. Uh, so I do think that's something to monitor. I'm not super concerned about it. Uh, but if he is unable to uh, manage the strikeout rate, that could be an issue. Uh, especially with a Brewers offense that does love to strike out. Uh, he also has actually produced similar numbers to last year. If you look at hard contact, he's actually hitting the ball hard a little bit more often than last year. Uh, so in a small sample size, that's at least an encouragement. Uh, and I think that that 
could maybe lend to uh, him turning it around. Uh, he also, uh, another thing that Adames uh, has done is performed much better on the road. Tropicana Field is a pretty well-known pitcher's park, uh, pretty favorable to the pitcher. And he's had a really tough time hitting there, even when you adjust for park, uh, park factors. And he's been much better on the road. Of course, we know American Family Field is considerably a hitter's park. Uh, and so that could benefit him, just a boost of confidence, not only a change of scenery, but playing in a much hitting friendlier ballpark uh, could benefit Adamas in the long run. Uh, and then I also wanted to highlight Trevor Richards' journey, actually. He, I know he pitched uh, a game at Miller Park a few years ago when he was with the Marlins, and he's from Illinois. He played his uh, college baseball at D2 Drury University in Missouri, went undrafted, actually, after his senior year and played in independent leagues. Uh, played in the Frontier League, was signed out of there by the Marlins. But before he was signed by the Marlins, I think his girlfriend actually is from Milwaukee. And he was living in Milwaukee at the time. And he actually worked at uh, one of the Miller Coors, um, I don't know, locations or maybe for their corporate offices, uh, I think in Milwaukee, actually, um, at the time. So it was a little bit of a homecoming for him when he came back to Milwaukee as a visitor. And then again, and now um, as a pitcher, got a, a pretty interesting journey uh, from D2 to independent ball, working his way up through the Marlins organization. Uh, now here he is back in Milwaukee. Just another good baseball story there uh, for, for, for Richards. And yeah, exciting to see what he can do uh, with, with the Brewers. And again, really pretty shocking news. Uh, we don't see a trade like this happen very often, especially in May. Uh, so certainly surprised me. Like you said, really, you know, as usual, hasn't, we haven't seen a lot of trades happen early in the season. So Brewers really likely making two of the biggest, if not two, the two biggest trades of the season thus far. And, and certainly, again, gutsy moves by the Brewers front office. We'll see how this pans out for the Brewers. But the reality is they, they do need to shake something up uh, and get back uh, on their on their stride. Just taking a look back at the start of the month, we, we just finished up the Dodgers series, taking three out of four early in the month but then got swept four in Philadelphia, lost two out of three to the Marlins, lost two out of three to the Cardinals, uh, lost two out of three to the Braves, dropped both against the Royals and now have dropped the first game uh, against the Reds. Brewers threatening to now fall uh, behind the Cardinals, Cubs, and the Reds uh, and could find themselves easily in, in the fourth place slot at the end of this series. So Brewers starting to dig themselves a hole. I, I know we were just talking about how they were atop the division off to a hot start and Brewers fans had to be happy where they are, but things really couldn't have gone much worse on the win loss tally since then. So I don't mean to uh, take too much time here to dive into this, um, but more so just want to cover the Brewers continued struggles. And uh, certainly we will have a full uh, podcast episode as usual, coming out at the start of next week, our, our typical weekly podcast where we can dive into this week's games, which has continued to be disappointing. But David, any any thoughts that you want to share? Again, I know we'll be covering it uh, next week, but any thoughts that you want to share here as we move on past the trade before we head out? Yeah, just one last thought. I know a common reaction for Brewers fans was, seems like Adamus is uh, really another Orlando Arcia, but uh, I would really disagree with that. Arcia really never showed promise with the bat, except for maybe that second half of, I think it was 2017, uh, when he hit like 280 or something like that. Uh, Adames has been an above average hitter throughout his career uh, so far. Uh, so that's certainly more encouraging. He's actually been better defensively and he's been more consistent. So uh, for any of you who may be feeling a little bit like that, 
Um, I would I would say that I do think Adamus is a clear upgrade over Arcia uh, and slots into the lineup pretty well, uh, especially when you look at the Brewers lineup, uh, especially with the way Narvaez has been hitting. Brewers have Yelich lefty, Narvaez lefty, Shaw lefty. Uh, JBJ has been in the lineup fairly often lately. He's also left-handed, Vogelbach. Uh, so getting another right-handed hitter in the lineup could balance the lineup. And even just putting a, a new guy into the lineup could maybe infuse a little bit of a, a little bit of energy in the lineup and maybe get the bats going a little bit, even though uh, he's no Yoenis uh, Cespedes or um, Manny Ramirez midseason acquisition to really shake off the offense. It could be a, a spark that the Brewers need. Yeah, like you said, at this point, just about try anything, whatever it is. Maybe they just all share the same bat. Uh, whatever it takes to uh, to to break out of the funk the Brewers are in right now. And certainly we'll see if this trade is able to be successful in doing so. And, and I, I, I meant to put this uh, disclaimer here at the beginning of the podcast, but just wanted to share for, for all of you that are listening, uh, apologize if there's any uh, issues with the recording here. With it being a bonus episode here, recording this on a Friday night, uh, didn't plan for this podcast episode. So extenuating circumstances, recording this, David's uh, traveling afar and we're trying to do this remotely. Uh, David's currently uh, sitting in a bathroom recording the podcast. So doing whatever it takes to get the podcast out. Um, but again, apologize if there's, there is a, a delay between the two of us and not quite the same audio quality we typically have. Uh, so thanks for bearing with us on that today. But again, big news in baseball, huge news for the Brewers. Brewers sending Drew Rasmussen and J.P. Fireisen to the Tampa Bay Rays in return for Willie Adames and Trevor Richards. Excited to see how those two players uh, will fit into the Brewers roster as the Brewers try to slide out of this funk. And as always, we will see you again next week. And as always, go Brewers.